Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Welcome to a short Bible study on the Babylon Factor. Now, that's the title of the series, a five-hour audio series on CD that will help you understand the times in which we're living. When I talk about Babylon, that was the location where Noah and his three sons would live after the flood because Noah's great-grandson, Nimrod, built a great city in Babylon. Babylon has never been destroyed. Babylon is still alive and well on planet Earth today. In fact, Babylon is located in modern-day Iraq on the shores of the Euphrates River, some 68 miles southwest of Baghdad, Iraq. Studying about what is going to happen in Babylon is key for your understanding of how the prophetic scenario found in God's Word is going to unfold in what seems to be the day of the fulfillment of this prophecy. This five-hour study, The Babylon Factor, will help you understand why the United States military is in Iraq today, what God is doing using world leaders to accomplish His will. In just a moment, I'll tell you how you can get the entire series of The Babylon Factor. But right now, take a moment with me and let's listen to an introduction to this series, The Babylon Factor. There will be a highway, it's called the King's Highway, that goes from Egypt through Jordan into Syria for the purpose of having a way to get into Jerusalem. And the Syrians and the Egyptians and the Jordanians will come together with the Jews in Jerusalem to have worship unto God, speaking the Hebrew language. By the way, I have the peace treaty between Israel and Jordan over there in my briefcase. I can show you the spot in the peace treaty where they are discussing building a highway from Egypt through Jordan to Syria. That's how close we are to that. And they're going to speak one language. And they'll all come to Jerusalem to worship the Lord. Look at Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 10. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my supplements, even the daughters of my dispersed, shall bring mine offering. Now that specifically is talking about the Ethiopians. May the 24th, 1991, the Ethiopians came back to Jerusalem. I was there. I covered it. Judy and I went to the absorption center where they were being absorbed into the Israeli society. I went downstairs, tears in my eyes as I helped an old man crack a boiled egg and know how to eat it. He had never seen anything like that. I helped a lady with a baby strapped to her back open up a can of yogurt, a container of yogurt and start to feed the baby in her. As the tears streamed down my eyes, thinking about the Ethiopians coming, but what it's also talking about here, the supplements coming back to worship. Isaiah chapter 66 says, these are my worshipers. They will come back to the land, speaking the Hebrew language, that which God did in Babel to make the languages diverse will be unified once again, one language, that pure language, I'll return unto them Hebrew so they can bless God. And honor and worship God. Look at verse 11. In that day shall thou not be ashamed for all thy doings wherein thou hast transgressed against me. For then I will take away out of the midst of thee them that rejoice in thy pride. And that shall no more be haughty because of my holy mountain. The holy mountain of God is Jerusalem. 
That's the holy mountain of God. Go over to Zechariah just a second, if you don't believe that. Zechariah chapter 8 and and verse 3. Let me show you something in verse 3. Well, uh, start in verse 2. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I was jealous for Zion. Zion is a synonym for Jerusalem. Zion, Jerusalem, city of David, all the same thing. I was jealous for Zion, or for Jerusalem, with great jealousy, and I was jealous for her with great fury. Thus saith the Lord, I am returned unto Zion, and I will dwell in the midst of the Jerusalem, and Jerusalem shall be called a city of truth, and the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain." God is going to come back to the holy mountain. He'll give them a pure language. They will come to worship him at the holy mountain. By the way, I'm just going to throw this out. You know what the holy mountain is? Well, it's the temple mount, but it's something beyond that. In Exodus chapter, excuse me, Ezekiel chapter 28, it says, Lucifer was on the holy mountain, the garden of of Eden when he brought sin. Marty Hahn and I are doing a series from Patmos and Turkey, the seven churches. You know what the title of it is? Return to Eden. Isaiah 51.3 says, I will make Jerusalem like the Garden of Eden. Joel 2.3, I will make Jerusalem like the Garden of Eden. Ezekiel 36.35, I will make Jerusalem like the Garden of Eden. Where the original Garden of Eden is? Jerusalem. Holy Temple Mount. Where God, in Hebrew, spoke. And one day, they all come back to Jerusalem, the holy mountain of God, to worship Him in a pure, That's why the Muslim world wants the Temple Mount. Mufti of Jerusalem said the other day, there's no evidence of the Jews ever being on the Temple Mount. Oh yeah, that'd be the case. You negate the Old Testament. That being the case, you negate the New Testament. Because Jesus was on the Temple Mount, he healed, he taught, he walked from there to the place of crucifixion. You negate the Old Testament and the New Testament, that negates Judaism and Christianity. What's left? Islam, who has as their gold a one world government, a one world religion, and a one world language. Arabic. We're here. 4,500 years ago, the origins of that come into existence, and Nimrod was the father. We'll study about him tomorrow. Father, thank you for the book. As we break the ice on this study, let us understand the foundation for the establishment of a one-world government, a one-world religion that will ultimately be destroyed. Oh, God will undo 
the diversification of languages and give us back the language, the pure language, to worship him on the holy mount of God in Jerusalem one day. Help us as we go through these times, these periods of study to understand the significance of September the 11th, 2001. The ugly head of Babel surfaced again. Thank you for what you're going to do in our time together with these dear precious people. In our precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you very much for joining us as we studied The Babylon Factor. This five-hour audio series on CD is available to you. If you'd like to purchase a copy of it, you can call our toll-free number. That's 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website and our shopping mall and the address of the website, www.prophecytoday.com. This introduction to the Babylon Factor, I hope, has whetted your appetite to know more about Babylon and the key role that it will play in the end times. You see, Babylon is modern-day Iraq, and the focus of the world is on this unique state in the Middle East. Remember, if you're interested, call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298, or visit our website, www.prophecytoday.com, to get your copy of the five-hour audio series on CD entitled The Babylon Factor. And as you study The Babylon Factor, even in these short segments that we are presenting, it's going to make you aware of the fact that we are quickly approaching the time of the end when Jesus Christ will return. Oh, by the way, Before he comes back to the earth, seven years before that time, he will shout, the archangel will shout, the trumpet of God will sound, and we will depart this earth to be with him forevermore. Truth is, having said all of that, there's nothing left for me to say now except let's keep looking up until...